0: Thank you.
1: Another fine episode of Goonie's World. I am Meanie, also known as Ryan, and I am joined, as always, by Johnny Farrah, also known as Sean. Hey, hey, hey. And Goonie, also known as Colin.
2: That's me, hello.
1: And joining us once again to wrap up uh this
3: adventure is Lunicorn, also known as Lynn.
4: Howdy howdy. What's-
3: Yeah, and we are playing Maze Rats tonight, and I think we determined last time that my recaps were overlong and unnecessary, so we're not going to even bother with a recap tonight. We're just going to jump right in. I will say you are sailing out onto the Triangular Sea to go to the Island of Exiles to find and kill the dragon, Lupercalus Fortissimo, so you can get some of his blood, so you can bathe the little baby Poppy in it, so she will not grow up to become a dragon. Which is a possibility, since one of her ancestors was raped by a bad dragon. And at puberty, she could turn into a dragon. Therefore, you guys are going out to get some dragon blood from the only dragon that you know about, which is Lupercalis Fortissimo, who hasn't been heard of for about a generation, but he did go out about a generation ago and destroy a village and ate a bunch of virgins and returned to the Isle of Exile. So you've rescued the Waterman from the, the Honey Wizard and the Lighthouse Bandits, and you're now sailing out over the sea after being fully rested for 24 hours and having all your hit points back or your health uh, and we'll see if we can't kill that dragon tonight although it seems a tall order and I know it's something you guys were concerned about but as of right now you're just sailing along and just to remind our listeners and to help you guys get back into character let's just go ahead and I'll let you guys briefly introduce your character and what your basic gist is and uh, Lynn why don't we start with you
4: all right, well, I am playing the mesmerizing Madame Miriam Mordant, um, who's a fortune teller, gorgeous fortune teller, purple baggy pantsuit, full genie style kind of uh, dress, and uh, yeah. Okay. She's all tattooed. And-,
3: yeah, and I believe you know some spells that could come in handy tonight as well. I do. Yeah. Okay, Colin, tell us all about Rufus Hambone.
2: Rufus Hambone is, um, I'm a fighter, um, and, uh, I got mutton chops, and I was a bounty hunter, I still might be, if I need to be, <laughs> I got blood-stained clothing, and, I got a bull neck, that's right. me.
3: Okay. And, Ryan, tell us all about Puck, the Fingersmith.
0: Well, he's a fingersmith, first of all. Well, that's probably the most important thing you need to know. But he's um he's in disguise. He's on the lam, you know, on the run, as it were. So he's got a bit of a disguise. Um, Normally he's a bit of a ginger, you know, red hair, red beard, all that. But he shaved his beard off and uh, made a bit of a concoction of uh, to dye his hair, which I should point out has,
1: over time, as we've been adventuring mm-hmm. and whatnot, kind of, Begun to wash off a bit, (laughs) so some of the I can see your roots. Yeah, red is starting to show, and he's he doesn't know he hasn't looked in a mirror, so he you know he he thinks he's fine, Mm -hmm. but but you guys probably know.
3: Okay, well, need to
4: touch up your regrowth. Yeah, touch up (laughs) there.
3: Well, the Waterman and his son Pablo were not certain exactly how long it would take to get to the Isle of Exiles. They they did not want to go, but you saved his life, and they're afraid. And you set out across the sea. Now, luckily, it's not like a terribly choppy sea. They call it the triangular sea. So, presumably, its shape is triangular, but that's not really evident from, you know, here where you are sailing on it. And uh, after about mid-morning, you know, the coast has disappeared behind you, and you're well out into the sea. And it's rather lovely. And most of the day passes without incident. You're able to fish to get food. You don't have to use your rations. And uh, it takes a while to get used to being on a boat, for those of you who haven't done it that much. But there's uh, probably all of you. But eventually you get used to it. Maybe one or two of you throw up over the side at first. But like I say, it's a fairly gentle sea without a lot of massive waves or tides. And it's actually quite shallow, too, uh, as, as uh, the waterman points out to you. But on the second day... You can see some uh, frantic activity. It's a little dot at first up a, uh, up ahead. You thought maybe it's a little fish jumping up and down out of the water or something. But as you get close, you can hear a voice. Help! Help! Help me! It's a female voice. Help! And this isn't, I don't want you to picture yourself on like a gigantic craft either, right? I mean, there's only about like three feet down to reach into the water or whatever in a, you know, one big sail. And, uh, uh, as you get close, you realize there is a woman. Where, where, where she came from, you don't know. She's splashing in the water. She's drowning get close, beautiful blonde hair. Help me, help me, please. I can't tread water for much longer. Help me.
0: Uh, here we go again. Oh, I've, read, I've read about this. It's a siren.
2: And this is a
0: song. It's not a good one, particularly. But oh, I, I, think, I think it's a trap. Oh?
2: Well, it fooled me. I thought it was another needy citizen. You know... It, we've been helping out people ever since we started we're trying to get rich you know and then we got sidetracked with all this baby business and then now we gotta go fight a dragon and all that i just wanted to get some money in my pockets and here we are now someone else is crying out for help but you say it's a trap so i don't know
0: well i've read about this so uh, what do you what say you captain mr waterman you've uh You've plied these seas plenty of times, I'm sure.
3: I stay by the coast. I never go out too far. I never go out too far. Uh, I'll leave it to you. You're the bold adventurers. For all your talk of mercenary, mercenaryism and just wanting to get rich, you saved my life, though, at great risk to your own. I think you might be softer than you let on.
2: Yeah, um, no. Get out. Shut up. <laughs> I'm a bad man.
3: I just had a flashback to you going, could you, could you go, could you go to the baby? <laughs> you know. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Anyway, uh, I, I leave it to you. We could leave this woman to drown or you could, we could save her. That's up to you.
4: We cannot leave this woman to oh. drown.
3: <laughs> Puck's going to lean cannot. over the edge of the boat
1: and like stare down and like s- try to Determine if he thinks she actually is a siren. He he's pretty convinced that 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 she is, but he wants to f- search for evidence of or you know something.
3: Okay, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and make a will roll just to see if you can see anything crazy? Please. Now you imagine you're you're getting in pretty close now to be able to get a good look. And like I say, it's only about three feet down to the water line from where you lean over. I mean, you could literally, like, reach in and pull her out if you wanted to at this point, but you're just getting a good look at her. Please, thank you for stopping. Help me. Please. Uh, I was thrown overboard because I was resisting the advances of a terrible captain, and I've been treading water for hours and hours. I can't handle it much longer. Well, that's going to be a six and a four. Well, there's something not right about this. Someone, nobody could tread out you know, water for as long as she's claiming to have been treading water, but maybe her... Since the time is messed up, you have no way of telling whether she's a siren or anything else. You can see legs kicking around. She, you know, she's uh, wearing like a shift, like a little white shift, like a nighty almost. And, of course, she's uh, soaked with water. She looks completely human. The only thing that seems weird is that she's, you know, you don't think you could tread water for hours and hours and hours. Please! Please! She lifts a hand up.
2: Do we have anything... Uh floatable. Um, we could just throw her something. A buoy
4: or something.
3: We well, don't have a buoy. You could throw her a line, I suppose, says the waterman. Please help me, please. I can't handle it much longer. She goes underwater for a minute and like swallows some salt water and comes back up, spitting it up.
1: Puck is gonna grab his dagger in his right hand and reach out and grab her other her hand with his other hand and help
3: pull her aboard with his knife out at her throat. Okay, you're holding the knife right to her throat. When you when you take your her hand though, she enjoys trying to yank you down into the water. and so uh you've got the dagger and you can certainly attack her with it, but if that's what you wanna do, let's roll initiative. She's got a six, unfortunately. So if you can get a six you can you can tie it.
1: I just got to... I
3: do know. Well, you're yanked into the water. Now you can certainly attack her now that you're down in the water. Uh, now that you're in the water, and the second you go underwater and open your eyes just a little bit, you can see any illusion has been completely you know, dissipated now. You see, she doesn't have legs. She's got like a fish body. And there are dozens of other mermaids swimming up towards the surface. They don't look aggressive at all. Uh, they look happy. And uh, they're swimming up towards you. But... You can still stab her in the neck if that's what you want to do.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. He, I mean, Puck I, was pretty much anticipating this whole sequence of events. So, I, I mean, he, he, he didn't. He, of course, he lost the initiative. He so is like, suspicious, he but yeah, he, he's he's yeah. He's just gonna cut her fucking throat.
3: Okay. Well, let's hope so. Let's go ahead and roll. Her defense will be an eight. An eight. it, her. She's considered to be lightly armored, even though she just has skin and she's not wearing armor. It's good thick skin. Got touch a blubber. She's thick.
1: Um, and that's just straight straight two v six. No, uh, unless you took a uh, thing,
3: right? attack bonus, which I think you did at one point. I do in have a you know? That's right. Four, five, six,
1: seven plus one,
3: eight. eight. Uh, well, okay, it's stri- it hits her. Obviously, you know you need to do more than eight for the difference, but a little bit of blood. You know, you scratch her not enough to completely hurt her, but the the all the other mermaids now are like swarming up, and they come bouncing up out of the water, and they say, "Sorry, we must take you. We must take you." And they're all gathering around you. you no, know, we need a new king, please. We're sorry for our subterfuge. There's quite a few of them now bouncing. I mean, there's a lot of them are coming up out of the water now, doing little dolphin-like jumps, and they seem playful and happy one of them leaps up and winks at the water and no, 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 another one leaps up and blows a kiss at Rufus Now there are four or five of them all surrounding you now please would you come be our king there are no males among us every, every ten years we must find a man who can impregnate as many of us as possible we, we could take any pleasing form you wish surely you ah. have time surely you have time to come down among <laughs> us and be our king
0: well, look, I'll come back and impregnate the lot of you once I kill this dragon.
3: What? You you don't seriously mean you're on your way to kill Lupercalus for Tissimo?
0: That's right. That's right.
3: You can't possibly. There are only five of you, and obviously only three of you are, are great warriors. Don't do it. It will be your death.
2: We have no choice. We're doing it for a child.
3: A child. We need children badly. I tell you, perhaps we can find a mutually beneficial arrangement. If the three of you will come with us, we can lead you to an underwater grotto. A maze, as it were, that could take you up into the Isle of Exiles. We even have an item that may help you. But of course, you must do something for us.
2: Mm. What
0: is that? Well, what? Yeah, what is it?
3: It is to become our king and impregnate
0: as many of us as possible in a 24-hour period. Well, look, but now between me and Rufus, we could probably get, you know, several dozen of you. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't, I, how many of you are there anyway?
3: Dozens and dozens of us. There are dozens of us. And now they leap and play. And they're obviously, you know, aside from the fact that the lower half of their bodies are fish, they're gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. The way you think mermaids were. We will protect you. We'll create a bubble of air around you, and you can come down to our grotto.
2: Oh, please. but how are we going to, you know, you know what I mean?
3: We will take take any form that is pleasing to you.
2: But, I mean, if it's underwater and we have this bubble, you know, how are we going to be intimate if... (laughs)
3: We can breathe air for... We can breathe air for short periods of time. We will enter the bubble... The bubble of pleasure with you. Oh, please. Okay. And then we do have a weapon. We have a weapon that can hurt the dragon.
2: Okay. of...
3: We will come with us and you will see. Oh, please.
0: I don't know about this, Rufus.
3: What do you think?
2: Well, it sounds fishy. No pun intended, but... Uh, we do need uh, something to help us out. I mean, if we don't have some kind of help fighting this dragon, you know, we might as well turn around now. I don't see how... I mean, I, I was just going to go and die and get it over with, but I mean, we actually have a chance, uh, and we might want to take it.
1: Yeah, but I've got, I've got like... Now, all the mermaid, uh, seems a bit
0: much.
2: Well, maybe for you, uh, I've been around, you know, I've bedded my share of beautiful, exotic women.
3: Uh, we are provided, we, are, we will provide you with endless dishes of oysters that would give you unlimited ability and inexhaustible opportunity.
1: No, it is too perilous. <laughs> no, nope, I'm
3: sorry, it's too perilous. You're in great peril. <laughs> I'm glad somebody got that. Yes. No, we have... we have The, the Oysterus Viagras grow, grows in these waters. And we shall let you eat as many as is necessary. We must have a next generation. It will be so long before another ship passes out this far. When we go close to the water, people kill us because they don't trust us. We apologize for our subterfuge, but we knew we had no intention of hurting you. Merely pass some time and pleasure with us, and we will take you to the undersea grotto. We will lead you up inside the Isle of Exiles. Think of it, then the dragon will never see you coming, for he there in endless vigilance.
2: What do you think, Mary? Oh, don't ask her. She's going to say, no, no, don't allow those guys to have their fun. Of course.
4: Are there. are there mermen here? No, that's the whole problem. What do you do with your male babies?
3: We never have them. It's the strangest thing. Perhaps it was a great curse laid upon us long ago. Why do you think mermaids are always falling in love with sailors and shipwrecked castaways, because we need your sperm.
4: Well, it does seem fishy. I, I must agree with Rufus. However, it also seems that they could have something to help us. This could play to the advantage. We have a way in that we can sneak up on the dragon and a weapon. There are advantages to helping. Plus, perhaps Rufus and Puck will be a little less tense and grumpy.
0: I'm always
3: grumpy.
4: That's always good.
3: Dude, just take our hands then. I know, you know, Puck's already in the water, but they reach up their hands to pull you down into the water with them if you'll let them.
1: Oh, I guess. I,
3: I assume Miriam is coming as well. Yes, she's welcome, of course. And the waterman says, "I'll circle. I'll circle several leagues outside the island to wait for you for several days." But good luck.
2: Uh, yes, yeah, thank you. Uh, all right. I guess. Now uh, we'll keep an eye on these uh, mermaids, just in case they're still, tr- you know, trying to. Lie to us, but you know, I guess it, it sounds is.
4: like you'll be keeping more than an eye on them.
2: Mm-hmm, uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, the, we'll see.
3: They do create a great bubble of air in the water, and uh, you guys can they uh, push it playfully, laughing. They're all very excited, and uh, all the way down. And like I said, it wasn't like a totally deep sea, though, towards a, what looks like a castle made of coral. And uh, it's quite beautiful, multicolored. Looks like the ads they used to have for the sea monkeys in the backs of, you know, comic books. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the remembrance themselves are quite attractive. And they take you, they float you through the great gates of their coral palace in your bubble of water into a, a great throne room that's full of glowing crystals and uh, other sea creatures are swimming around who share their space with them. Uh, ...nothing big and threatening or anything like that... ...and... uh, ...one of them comes into the bubble with you... ...says, now... ...we must see which of you... ...will be our king... ...I know that you had the impression... ...that both of you might be willing... ...might be suitable... ...however, we just... ...let that go so you would come down and join your friend... ...now, we have very... ...one very strong requirement... ...for the man who will be our king... When I look at you now, I realize that it's a, it's a very, uh, long shot, but we can't help but feel that you, sir, they say looking at you, Puck, may have colored your hair, for you see, only a ginger can impregnate a mermaid.
0: What? Oh. Well, that's not, that's not what I heard, but. Truth is, uh, yeah, well, I got, I got. I got red hair. What can I say? I'm I'm in disguise. I'm on the run. Everybody knows, anyway.
3: Hmm. We do not. We do not know, and we do not care. But we must make sure that you're actually a ginger. We need to make sure, sir. Can you please? They
2: they want to know if the carpet matches the drapes.
4: (laughs) Sounds to me, that's exactly what they want to know.
0: Oh, I've only got hardwood.
3: Sorry, that joke worked on too many levels. Yeah, it was <laughs> too sorry. many levels. Well, if you agree, you know, to demonstrate your gingerness, then uh, they'll will, they, will, they will they all begin clapping and lining up, making a cue outside your little bubble of water. And the one who's in there oh. uh, wrinkles her nose like Samantha on bewitched and suddenly her fishtail becomes two beautiful long legs, and and uh, we won't role play. All the details but you suddenly when you see her like that you don't have too much problem rising to the occasion and they keep cramming you full of oysters which must have some magical problem the oyteris Viagras. Uh, which little blue oysters yeah the little blue oysters just give you you know all kinds of uh, the rest the other two come here where you'll be more comfortable and they create another bubble and they take you and they take you off to another part of the now we mentioned I, to you
2: we mentioned to an you apology. That,
3: well, we are sorry for our subterfuge, but we needed you it to come with feelings. your friend. And we are very happy that you go to slay the dragon, Lupercalis Fortissimo. However and this is once you two are in your own bubble, right? And they're taking you out to a, another part of the throne room where what's going on in the the sex bubble is is, you know, somewhat obscured by distance. And uh but the, loop, the dragon is very fierce and very powerful. We have a weapon that we have used against sea dragons, his seaborne cousin, to great effect. It is the thrice great spear. Would you like to see it?
4: Yes, very much so.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see, so yeah, it reaches behind a, a throne like encrustation of coral and pulls out a long spear. It's like 12 feet long. It's got a huge blue steel tip with like barbs and spikes on it and serrated edges and uh, she goes, this is the Thrice Great Spear and if you use this on him you could, you could have some effect Uh, it will do triple the normal amount of wounds that would normally be caused so it's basically a triple damage spear Uh, however, it may only be wielded by one who is pure of heart so if one of you are pure of heart then you certainly may wield the thrice great spear
0: well,
4: um so what do you mean by pure
3: heart you're busy having sex in a different bubble right now so
4: i'm oh. sure yeah. that rufus yeah. is pure of heart of course he is of course I've i have seen him he may he may put off a tough exterior but but he is pure and kind and good on the inside
3: well, tell us why do you wish to kill the dragon it's just because he's a dragon and you wish to sell his dragon parts for money?
2: No, well, <clears throat> it's because of a, a dumb baby. I, I, I don't even like
4: and He loves the baby, don't listen to yes, him. Yes,
3: his eyes betray him. His words say it's a dumb baby, but his eyes say that he loves the baby. Well, Can he talk? Meanwhile, you're on round four, Puck. And uh, you just keep on going. Luckily, you don't last very long anyway on a normal basis, so you can get a lot done in limited time. And unfortunately, you know, our listeners might not appreciate Ryan and I simulating sex, you know, on a microphone. So, not again.
4: I would appreciate yeah. it though. <laughs> not again. I would appreciate it greatly. Yeah. Please do. Well,
3: you know, on our <laughs> when we do our outtakes, real someday, you know, maybe, maybe. But uh, no. Art thou pure of heart, then, O oh, Rufus Hambone?
2: Well, I'm a... I'll say this. I've always tried to do the right thing. i I've never been a criminal. In fact, I've hunted down criminals for my career. I do justice. And, um... You know, I... I, I mean... If I'm not pure of heart, I don't know who is.
3: That is a fair answer. Then take this spear, brother. May it serve you well. But we only have one request. That you cast it into the sea once you have killed the dragon.
2: Yeah, fine.
3: We will tell you another secret we know of him. He is very, very old. Now, as you know, dragons never get weaker with age as a general rule. But he was hit with great blasts by the Ice Wizard many uh, many hundreds of years ago. The Ice Wizard, of course, is dead, but his magic remains. And the scales on Lupercalus Fortissimo are quite fragile. He has very fragile scales. Therefore, his defense is not what it should be. And this could also be a boon to you. For fighting a dragon can be terrible. Terrible. Also, we can give you some hope in that because of the Ancient freezing that the dragon endured, and over the years, you know, his muscles have thawed out. But it used to be that when he fought someone, he could bite them and claw them twice, and stomp on them twice, and lash them with his tail. You might say he used to be able to do a claw claw bite, stomp stomp tail lash. But now he is only capable of a claw claw bite. Perhaps this will make your almost impossible task slightly easier. Between that and his fragile scales And this thrice great spear That you now possess temporarily
4: Hopefully Does he breathe fire? Oh
3: yes he breathes fire And he has terrible breath He suffers from an Outrageous case of halitosis And you should be able to find him Simply by following the smell Once you reach The island which we can Again take you to an underwater grotto That will lead you there
2: Yeah, sounds good.
3: Well, let us refresh you. And they bring out some sparkling sea cucumber wine. And uh, don't ask me how they made it in the first place. But they bring you some uh, sparkling sea cucumber wine and some other delicacies. It's like a little sweet cake that's made of some sea cat Ooh. cheese and seaweed. And, don't and, mind if uh, I do. Don't <laughs> mind if I do. And it's quite tasty. And, uh Yeah. You all wait for this interminable period, though it was like twelve hours. As soon, a visibly exhausted puck <laughs> swims back in to your little bubble of air, where uh, where you guys have been waiting. And, it's all emaciated. Uh, yeah, he's like all you know. He's very tired and holding onto his groin, perhaps. And, uh, you know, Well, but he, thank you for serving us so well. The great puck you will know now every time for the next generation as you look out into the waters that you are the sire of dozens and dozens of new young mermaids just don't come back again and do the same things you might accidentally have sex with one of your daughters and that would be disturbing for everyone
0: <laughs> <laughs> well I'll, I'll make sure not to uh, yeah You know, do any of that. That would be, uh, you know, quite uh,
3: wrong. It would be wrong on many levels. Well, we thank you so much, and again, we apologize for our trickery, but you see, this is a matter of the survival of our species. Now, come this way, and we shall show you the entrance to the underwater grotto. Because of air pressure here, and they step up out of the water into an underground cave, they're still dripping and everything. Because of strange differentials in air pressure, there's no water here. If you should travel for Perhaps a day then you should come up through the caves beneath the caverns where Lupercalus Fortissimo sleeps. If you're lucky, you will find him asleep. This way you will not have to approach across the island, for he would surely notice and hear your approach. And if he was awake, he might sense the sails of your ship. So we offer you good luck, and we thank you again, Puck, for giving us a good...
2: I'm not going to say it.
3: All
2: right. <laughs> he won't say fuck. He won't do it.
3: I won't say fuck. I won't do it. I won't say fuck. All right. So I'll assume that you guys will go ahead and uh, follow your way along this underground passage, this underwater passage, really. You're always constantly afraid it's going to fill with water again suddenly. You know, some terrible air pressure thing will happen. But... You travel for most of the day. Feeling pretty good. Again, this spear is heavy. It's big. It's a two-handed weapon, obviously. You're not going to be able to use your your two-handed sword. And I think we can agree that you've demonstrated that you are fairly pure of heart. After all, you've always ended up helping people and doing the right
2: thing. so, Yeah, uh, reluctantly, but he does.
3: Yeah. And if you ever did have any doubt, I don't think you did, about Puck's true identity, it certainly... You don't have those doubts anymore now that it's been quite clearly demonstrated that it is a natural ginger.
2: Well, I'm bringing your ass in, for sure, if we live.
3: Well, after about, like I said, they were they were not wrong. I mean, was, they said about a day of travel, but after what it feels like walking for a good eight hours, uh, getting dripped on occasionally, uh, passing weird encrustations and... Every, every now and then, little flopping fish that make you worry that <laughs> this could occasionally be a, you know, plunged into the depths underwater. You do start uh, climbing upward, not on stairs, but you know, there's like a the trail moves upward, and suddenly the, the walls aren't so damp anymore. Other than some salt and crustaceans, you don't see any more little flipping fish. And suddenly the worst smell that you have ever smelled. I mean, it smells like death. If you ever had like a dead mouse or something somewhere in your house and you can't find it. uh, Just a nasty, nasty smell. And it gets stronger and stronger as you get closer. And eventually the uh, passage ends you peer up out of it's like goes almost straight up you know you have to scamper up and climb you find yourself in the middle of a huge chamber that is lit by the same glowing red fungus you saw in the caverns of the goblins you know this must be a fairly common species of fungus that lights up underground areas and it's, it's a huge cavern, a natural cavern, but it's a great big opening. It's definitely big enough for a dragon to get out on the other side. And coiled in this massive gleaming heap is a huge black dragon. The scales, however, do look rather brittle with age. And Like they've been frozen, and when they unfroze, they became cracked and fragile. And the dragon is sleeping, and of course... The myths must be true and the legends about dragons because he happens to be sleeping on a massive pile of gold. It may not be as big of a pile as some dragons have, but it's the pile he's got. And he snores, and every time he breathes out, when he snores, you can see, like, smoke coming out of his terrible nostrils. And every time he breathes out, you just hit with a fresh flood of this absolutely, insanely bad death breath, halitosis that this dragon has, and what do you do?
2: Well. Right. Well, if we're gonna make our move, we might as well do it while it's sleeping.
4: Strike with the spear first.
2: Yeah, but see if we're gonna have while to get close asleep. enough without you know, making noise, stepping on all those uh, coins and stuff
3: might be difficult it's absolutely true
2: well, I'm pretty sneaky, yes you are yeah, you 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 might be a little quiet than me I'm a a bit heavy Uh, got a heavy foot Maybe you ought to sneak up there and, and hit it with the first
4: strike.
3: No, if we can agree that Puck is pure of heart, he can use the. the spear. No, Puck, is Puck, not Puck, Puck is not pure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't.
4: Th- I don't think we can agree to <laughs> but that. But he does have like
3: <laughs> three fresh vials of poison, though I believe. Yeah. Yes. So.
2: Oh. Now, I'm I, sorry. I want to remind everyone of our blessing.
3: That's right. Thank you.
2: Received. Yep. One time, so we we none of us have used it yet. I don't think.
4: Nope, we have not.
2: And I forgot what it did. It was just a.
4: We automatically succeed at one test, is what I wrote down.
3: And if it's an attack, then you can be assumed to have rolled the maximum that it would have been possible for you to roll.
2: Okay, yeah, we'll we'll definitely probably need that.
3: But the longer you sit there and chit chat and whisper, I've got a roll to see if our dragon friend—well, that's an absolute shit roll. S- snake eyes. He still seems quite sound asleep.
0: Right. Well, what say I, I sneak up there and give him a stabby stab with me dagger, um, you know, some poison on it. Might It'll probably wake him up You'll have to use that uh, Special weapon on him
2: Yeah Yeah.
0: I'm gonna follow up Yes and
4: perhaps I can I can paralyze him Before he gets A chance to attack us Well there's that By a a moment at least
3: By a round or two yeah. Yeah Okay Well do you wanna make Try to make a sneaky sneaky approach there Puck
1: Yeah I guess
3: I'll give it a shot so creeping out across the gold-strewn cavern. Again, and this breath, I mean, is so bad. There's no game effects, but it's, like, enough to make you gag, you know, and your eyes water. And uh, I'm going to roll here, uh, add dex, Add your sword, dex, no. yeah, yeah, add your dex okay. bonus, and we are... Oh, my God. <laughs> uh,
1: so I rolled a six, so that... or I'm sorry, I rolled a four, okay. A three and a one, so plus three seven. That's definitely gonna wake
3: right. up the beast unless you'd like to go ahead and use your your uh automatic success. Um yeah, I think I will. Okay. Just uh Okay. In that case you get right up to him. What part of his body, like head, butt, foot head, neck area. Okay you're right up next to him. he looks a lot bigger you know here close up but he's not the biggest dragon in the world you know red dragons are huge black dragons are bigger than you, but could be worse could be worse. So you're right up next to him I mean you're right up next to him. So when you make this attack with your with your dagger it will be in adva- you know you'll get advantage with it and <clears throat> you know his defense is at, luckily much much lower than it would normally be because of his past wounds with the Ice Wizard that made his scales so fragile. And so his defense is 1 His his defense is now a 7. It should really be like a 12. Alright.
1: Well, I'm um,
3: going to stab and take advantage on this. So 3d6, pick the two highest. Add your attack bonus.
1: Oh, 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 oh,
3: oh, oh well, um, six one six plus one so thirteen. Thirteen. That's what we're talking about. So you know what 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 is what's the difference between seven and thirteen? Mister Sean is blanking uh, on math. Five. That's why I have to. T- no, no, so 6. 6? 6, six. six. Yeah. 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 yeah, Jesus, I'm, <laughs> I'm an idiot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are math dumb. You do six points. You do six points of damage to him. And that's the type of damage you need to be doing. All right. Now, you know that creatures in this game don't have, like, as many hit points as they do in other typical fantasy-type games. I mean, the, the damage is usually fairly less, but Six is certainly not enough to kill a dragon, but it hurts him. And he screams the top of his lungs. He doesn't breathe out fire, but he wakes up and shoots his whole neck up into the air. And looks down and says, What is this? It's a loper in my domain. And of course, he looks down at you and sees, Oh, wait, not only did you do six, though, you did six with poison. Oh, yeah. So that would double the damage, correct?
1: Is that what we decided? Overnight? I believe we did. I think.
3: Yes. Dip dagger so it's really damage. 12. And I'm going to remind you of that because you're going to need it. Okay. And he's hurt. He, he, he screams, he's angry. Interloper's in my domain, and now we'll go ahead and roll initiative. And he's all got a three.
2: Alright, uh, right, I'll go.
3: The Great go. Dragon has a three initiative.
2: I, I smell, got a five.
3: I smell three of you. And you have a five, and so you guys will take the initiative. And why don't we go ahead and start with you, Puck, since you're so close. Well, I'm just going to dip and stab again. All right, dip and stab. Second dose of poison. And you've got the and three.
1: And no advantage, I assume, No, uh, not time.
3: this time. That's just going to be a six, so I No, just... no, you miss. And how about you, Rufus?
2: Um, I will rush in and... Attack with the Thrice Great Spear.
3: All right. Charging across the gold coin strewn floor. There goes
2: nothing. Ah! And uh, Um, plus two would be a ten.
3: Okay. Hey, guess what? Ten does him. That is three points of damage. Times three is nine. Of the thrice gray spear. Okay, yeah. And that means you've done 21 points of damage to the terrible dragon already, just before it could do anything. Uh, Madam Miriam Mordant, what do you do? Because, you know, after you go, it's going to be the turn of the terrible dragon, Lupercalis Fortissimo. Yes, or and it?
4: I will attempt. Let's hope not. I will attempt to cast Paralyzing Storm. Okay.
3: This this should uh paralyze him briefly. This could give you guys another round of combat against him before he's able to attack. Either with his horrible breath weapon, which you know must be extra bad when you smell that breath, or his uh claw claw bite that you've heard that he can do.
4: I rolled a nine. Right.
3: Well you don't have to well, you don't have to roll to cast the spell. Oh. And you right. cast it, therefore I can't cast it again today. And the great and terrible creature seems to seize up oh cramp 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 he yells I have a cramp he yells a great dragon and he can't quite move uh, oh oh and I'll kill all of you you'll be so dead I'll roast you and I'll turn but he can't quite move and he's, he's like hopping around on one his cramp is so bad he's not going to be able to act on his turn oh no so even though he lost the initiative on that turn he does not get to go and he's going to miss his turn let's roll initiative again and he must have a really bad cramp because I just rolled a one for Lupercal. if you guys kill this dragon without it doing any damage to you then I will know that I made him too weak and the next time there's a dragon you know but he's an old dragon and you need all the help you can get but unless yeah you guys automatically are going to win the initiative because you win ties and he's rolled a one so, uh, Ma- uh, Miriam, I think we'll go ahead and start with you. We'll flip the order this time. What do you do?
4: Withering chaos.
3: I oh, know. No, no. She waves her hands. The magic winds circle about her. And she casts withering chaos.
4: What are you doing? Don't
0: do
3: it, says Fortissimo. Uh, because as you can see, dragons are quite intelligent. They can speak. Yeah. Eight points of damage. Okay, and we agreed that it was going to be triple damage, did we not? When we figured out your spell, and so that's going to be 24 more points of damage to him. Now, you're out of spells, but you've done, f- I am. You've done 45 points of damage to the dragon, which is significant. Significant and incredible burst out and attack. Great job. Uh, Is it even possible that you could potentially kill him right here, right now? I guess mathematically it is potentially possible uh, because you've all got some big damage you're doing. Let's go ahead and uh, go with Puck. I know we didn't purpose, you know, fully reverse the order, but uh, Puck, you've got one dose of poison left. Would you like to use it, Dip and Stick? I would. All right.
0: Oh, snake eyes. Oh, no. You're unable
3: to connect. You're unable to connect. It, your dagger bounces off the, the you know, fragile scales. because that scale wasn't quite so fragile. And how about Rufus Hambo?
2: Yeah. All right. Here you go. Uh, I forgot what I need to get to hit. Uh,
3: his defense is seven because of his brittle okay. old scales. Okay. Well,
2: I did roll an 8.
3: Yeah, and, of course, it should be much, much higher. But you're going to do 3 points of damage then because you tripled, you know, that that uh, yeah. triples your damage. You guys have him at 48 points of damage. Not that you're counting, you know, per se, but you can see that he's weakening and surprised. And then, of course, it is his turn. He's lost one action due to being momentarily paralyzed, but he's a huge dragon. And he leans back and he takes a deep breath in and then... Fills the chamber with horrible flame. He doesn't roll to hit you. You make a dexterity roll to not get hit. And your target number, I hate to tell you this, is 10. 13. Hey, look. you like roll out of the way, hide behind a pound of treasure. You can feel a nasty, nasty smelling flame breath pass right over you, puck. What about the rest of you?
2: I actually rolled a 12.
3: Hey, that's great. You two barely avoid it. And how about Madam Miriam Mordant? Um,
4: I believe it is time for me to take advantage of my blessing. Oh, uh,
3: you probably could. Because it's a big, nasty, nasty bit of damage if he hits you with this. Yeah. It could potentially almost kill you. And uh, that's what he chose to do, though. So it n- he doesn't manage to hit any of you. Oh! He cries out in absolute rage and frustration. And that was a round. We're rolling again. He has a five this time. And who's going to roll?
2: Someone else.
3: Okay. Lynn, why don't you roll? Here we go.
4: <laughs> I rolled the one. Uh-oh. Oh, no! Well, <coughs> Damn he, uh... You.
3: He reaches down because you rolled a one, perhaps. He reaches down, and he's so angered that he thought he had you, and then somehow he didn't have you in his flame. You know, he, he, he must know. He must know it's the blessing of the gods, and he says, uh, "Let's see you bless your way out of this." And he tries to take a huge bite of you, and I'm going to roll a fourteen for him. And what's your defense again, Miriam?
4: Seven. Oh
3: God! Well, you know.
4: That was quite a yeah, chunk. Yeah, that was
3: quite a chunk. He took a terrible bite. And then he claws at Rufus, but he only... Well, that's a 10. Is That that does a little bit to you, doesn't it, Rufus?
2: You know, do three points.
3: Yeah, okay, and then finally... uh, Well, he sees your snake eyes last time, Puck, and he comes back with snake eyes. Second snake eyes, he has rolled. Third snake eyes of our game. and So, you get the feeling, though, if he... It has a good round though, it could maybe kill you flat out with the breath weapon, and if he gets lucky really hurts you with the claw claw bite. Especially if he did the claw claw bite to just one of you, which he can certainly do. Well now you see my wrath. Now you know what you're up against, little folk. And uh I believe it is your turn. And uh we're gonna go with Rufus.
2: Alright. Oh, all right stop your boasting dragon it's time for you to die
3: i'll die long after you're underground little man
2: uh i rolled let's see eight plus two ten again
3: okay no that's good because you remember you're tripling the yeah damn it. you guys are up in the 50s now i think you can do this i think you can do this puck what do you do
1: Oh, well, Puck is out of poison. Um, But he's gonna, I guess, just non-poison. Style.
3: Yeah, <laughs> every little bit helps at this point, I'll just tell you. Oh, that's just, just gonna be a six. Okay, well, it's not gonna really connect and break the skin. You can even-You're not even breaking his skin! Ha! He gloats. And. Well, piss off, dragon. And Madam Miriam Morton. you get.
4: Right, I will try my sling. Pah!
3: Petty little sling.
4: It is, in fact, petty little sleep. I got a say. bounces right off his, you know, Even
3: with my damaged scales, you're no match for me. I'm not even much of a dragon as far as dragons go, you pathetic weaklings. Ha! And, uh... Now we will roll initiative again. And he has a four.
1: Well, I'll, I'll rule this time and I will rule a three. Oh,
3: no! So, he, uh, tried to bite you, uh puck, and nine. Does nine hit you? Barely, right?
1: Uh, let me check. I think it admirer's eight, but let me just double check. Yes.
3: It is eight. What okay, he well, he does do one point of damage to you, but luckily he doesn't get a good bite. The teeth just graze you, and he, uh... Oh, no. Madam Miriam mordant He's got a twelve on his attack with his claw. That's going Nasty. to do... That's going to do four more points of damage to you, and I don't know how much health you have, but you could be in
4: serious trouble. I am at negative. Oh, no!
3: You're just a zero, but you see her go down. Someone has to get her some medicine this round to pour it down her throat. Uh, And then ha! Ha! Her I'll eat later. I will savor her flesh. The rest of you, you the rest of you I'll eat quickly and shit you out. I swallow your soul as well, not just when I swallow your soul is mine forever, <laughs> and he does it try tries to make his final claw attack on you, and oh shit, he also rolled a twelve this time, and that's going to do well, what's your defense again, Rufus
2: uh, seven
3: okay, yeah, he's gonna do four points Oof. of damage to you and Run away, leave your little friend here for me to eat. And maybe, maybe I won't chase you. Go ahead and run away, leave your little friend. You can tell, though, he's terribly wounded. I mean, he's got scales falling off of him. There's blood pouring out. He's huffing and puffing. And you think at this point he might be actually a little bit concerned, you know. um, Because you've got a very good sense that you've really, really hurt him pretty bad. And it is your turn. And, again... Miriam is out of it. You know, she's lying there bleeding out. Someone needs to get her some medicine. Any volunteers?
2: Why don't you do that? Because I'm going to spend my blessing and I'm going to end this goddamn overgrown lizard.
3: What did you call me, you overgrown monkey?
2: What? Why, you?
3: Well, we have similar voices. We must have... We must have... <laughs> We must have gone to the same school of diction back in the day. <laughs> All right, yeah. so I'm going to assume that Puck rushes over and shoves some medicine down Miriam's throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that Rufus attacks with the thrice-grade spear.
2: Which I am... Um,
3: which you're using your blessing, so you roll a maximum that you so can roll, which would be six plus, I mean, 12 plus whatever your...
2: So that would be... Four, uh, 14, right? Fourteen and it, so it is it does it have an armor class of what now? Seven Se- seven. Its defense is seven. So,
3: and purists will know that it's only because of his fragile scales. But so seven times three is, 21. Times three is twenty-one.
2: No, no, not there.
3: Oh I'm hit! I'm in! He rolls around. He's so dramatic. He rolls back. You know, he puts his palm up against his forehead.
2: Oh! Whoa! It's me! The great career of Lupicalus vortisimo. is at an
3: end. And then he falls down right towards you, Rufus. Make a uh, dexterity test to not get landed on. He staggers back and forth and falls. He's going to smash you if you don't get out of the way.
2: Well, I rolled <laughs> uh, with <laughs> uh That's being an, an eight. No,
3: no. Well, you take four points of damage. Just I'll, smash your leg. You have to crawl. Pull your leg I'm out. Zero. No, oh, no. You're a zero, too. So, Puck, now you're the only one still standing, even though Callus Fortissimo is dead. You're going to have to rush over now and give some medicine to, to Rufus. I've got
2: one on my belt. Yeah. Okay.
3: So, yeah, you guys have each got about, you know, you got your one health. Now you're up. You really can't believe it. You've done it. You thought it was going to be much harder, although it did almost kill two of you, even a very, very, very weak dragon. You got really lucky with some good rolls at the beginning. I was, and our listeners should know, as unsatisfying as it would have been, I was completely willing and ready, you know, to do a total party kill on this one. It would have been a nice ending in itself, but it looks like you're going to have a happy ending after all. I'm assuming you're going to have to get out your wine skins and vet, find any gold vessels you've got here and just fill it up with enough blood that you think a baby could take a bath in. But, you know, if you've ever given a baby a bath, you know, you do that in a kitchen sink. You know, it's not... You don't need a ton of dragon blood. So we'll assume you can get the dragon blood. And eventually you may and, keep, yeah. We won't make um, a... Go ahead.
2: Well, we did uh, start off our journey looking for riches, and here we are uh, with a dragon dead dragon lying on a pile of riches oh, a
3: pile of riches yeah i mean you can gather up as much of those riches as you can but you've got the real treasure in this blood but i'll assume you Way down your packs to where you're fully encumbered, right? <laughs> and you're like, yeah. tru- absolutely
4: trudge
3: out of there and start imagining the townhouse you could possibly purchase in Illyria now, or you know. <laughs> and we won't make a big adventure out of it, but it takes a while to find your way out because it's like a you, you go back the way you came, but you know you know that the waterman is waiting for you, sailing a few leagues offshore, and it's like a maze going through and getting out of here. But it's uh, it's uh after dark by the time you get up there so we'll assume you light some kind of signal fire you know we won't go into a great deal of detail and eventually you're back on the boat with the waterman who can't believe it and uh but i tell you the mermaids were certainly happy says the waterman leaping and frolicking all day
0: <laughs> well they should have been
3: oh I, I cannot believe that you have done it i can't believe this my i will tell the story of my family for generations and so without incident, you do oh. st- yeah.
2: I, I got to chuck that uh, spear in- into the water.: That's
3: right, thank you for remembering to do that. Chuck it back into the water. and like the lady of the lake, a hand raises out and like catches it in slow motion. It says, fare thee well, father of our children and she sees back into the waves. And the journey back to the, you know the coast occurs without incident. And there's no bandits or anyone else to molest you as you go back across the scrublands. And by, you know, midday the next day, you reach Illyria. And we won't roleplay it out, but you go in and triumph to the Temple of the 30 of God where you're reunited with little Poppy, who's so, so happy oh, to see Poppy. you. So, so happy to see you. She giggles and takes a bath in the dragon blood. And the priestess yeah, says, good. congratulations, she, she is now free the taint of her ancestry and she will grow up to be a normal girl congratulations you sure? absolutely you sure you sure
2: she's not going to be a dragon? Gods oh thank the gods her.
3: well as soon as you say thank the gods there's this terrible sound as if a building has fallen down there's screams out in the street you rush back out in the street and there are soldiers people rushing towards the towards the you know the main gates of Illyria that you came into and some crowds are running away. It's a giant! A giant's attacking the gates! And you hear this voice Where are those big dummies that took my eye?
2: I know those big dummies are here somewhere. Where are you dummies? You haven't seen the last of Ignatius. You're dead. Do you hear me?
3: D-E-D Dead! And that's where we'll go ahead and end our adventures that fucking idiot giant. <laughs> <laughs> You're weird. <the idiot>! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we know that was six episodes. We usually do three most of the time. Sometimes we've gone a little longer. We've been on every week for uh, six weeks. so We're going to take a two... Those of you who are listening, you know, in real time as they come out, we're going to take a two-week break uh, before our next episode. And I feel safe saying that the next time you see us... we're In the meantime, we're going to be practicing running in slow motion and working on our tans because Goni is going to take us <laughs> through a game of Beach Patrol next time
2: Woohoo. yeah technically Beach Patrol Nights uh, okay. which is not yeah, a separate yes. game but it's just uh, if you want to get a little weird with it uh, there's a section in the book where you can, you can call it Beach Patrol Nights so it'll definitely be getting weird
3: Okay Well then In two weeks Well we'll see you After a two week break And we'll get weird
5: quite <laughs> I was afraid to speak when I was just a man. My father gave me nose a tweak and said that I was bad My therapist says this has led me to an life for crime we got to kill this dragon or I'll end up doing time Lupercalus fragile cause we're dragon halitosis His awful breath that causes death is really quite ferocious He says he has the biggest death, but he's just braggadocious. Lupercalus fragile cause dragon halitosis <laughs> Dragons are a problem when they make a human child We need a but to keep the four young gun from going wild I reckon we'll be famous if we slay a man return And if we don't it's probably cause we die from breath he burns Nupacalus, fragile, of dragon, halitosis His awful breath because causes death is really quite ferocious He says he has the biggest dash but he's just braggadocious Nupacalus, fragile, of dragon, halitosis
2: Hey, everybody. If you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world and check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com. Email us at GooniesWorldPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.